Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Linda Blythe of Genius to You, and today we are interviewing one of our amazing geniuses, Kirsty Mackay from New Zealand. Uh, Kirsty is a coach in the realm of natural success. She loves alchemy, and uh, we're, we're just here to have a discussion and find out more about you know, what really touches the heart of Kirsty and, and what she really loves about the work that she does. So, welcome, Kirsty. Thanks, Linda. Great to have you here. So, so thanks for being here and making the time to, to speak to everyone in the audience. So, so Kirsty, what I'd love to, to kick off with, you know, you know, just let us know what is your genius? You know, how did you how did you sort of come into being as a as a coach within the realm of natural success? And what really called you into that as a as a as a business, as a as a coach, someone who serves in this community? Um, well, it really unfolded sort of step by step. Um, I became a coach because someone asked me to coach them and then another two people asked me to coach them and then I went, okay, I guess I'm a coach. <laughs> so um, I started off with my first client. I said, I don't know if it's true for me to coach or not. So we had an agreement where either of us could pull out at any time. <laughs> Yeah, well, we're all going to start somewhere, don't we? <laughs> yeah, um, but it really gave me the freedom to just explore it fully. And um, it's been over a year now and I'm still coaching with that person. So um, so neither yeah. of you pulled out. You, you both enjoyed <laughs> the journey and uh, and kept it going. No, yeah, yeah. and I'm, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful to them because um, as I set the intention of uh, of actually coaching people professionally, um, I've met so many more wonderful people, and I just I love to do it. Um, I guess the the reason is that it, it gives me uh, an opportunity to bring my genius online. And you asked me what that was, and I've been thinking about it, and um, I think I bring a level of precision and insight uh, with intuition. And this is something that even in my past roles, in my past work, this was something that always just wanted to come through me. I was having to try and get myself in situations where I could express this. Mm. And now what we have here is a situation where this is the primary thing that I do mm. is I see into people and their patterns with precision. And um, it, it, I'm sorry to blow my own trumpet here. But <laughs> That's what we're here for, right? We want you to blow your trumpet because then we get to know about what it is, right? So don't hold back. Well, I'm, I'm trying to make my case. So I'm just, I've, I've got one client who came to me after I gave her a, a reading um, in CYD and I named a, a pattern of hers uh, in the current reality. And, um, and she'd known about the pattern for years and been stuck in it, but I was able to name all of the mechanisms of that pattern and its origin and its purpose, like the purpose that it served. And that was what liberated her. And she was like, oh, my God. So yeah. that's what I do. 
Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, it's one of the those gifts of, of being in the work of intuition, isn't it, to be able to do that. Now, you mentioned that um, in your you know previous work roles and things, you, these are the types of skills you would have loved to have bring have brought to to the fore in in those roles. And we had a little chat before we started the recording today, and I noticed it's a you know, fascinating array of things that you've done in your lifetime. So maybe just tell us a little bit about that. Uh, which ones? Well, so, so <laughs> well, you're right. There were so many things. So, uh, in terms of the diversity and breadth of your experience, you know, I we were talking about how you've been involved in the arts and education and worked at the UN and all those sorts of things. So, just give us a, a bit of a, a, a rounding of, of Kirsty in terms of you know, your work experience and, and what you loved about it, and also what what that's also given you as a coach now. Thank you. Um, yeah, so so I started off in the arts. I was not really making any money, but I was seriously doing what I loved. And um, I had a show on uh, student radio at the university. Before I went to the university, I had that show. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, I just fronted up as a high school student and said, I I would do a really good show here and I've got a massive record collection, so <laughs> let me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I did that and I managed a punk band as well. Oh, wow. <laughs> I actually sang for a band as well for a while, but um, I really lacked confidence in my voice. Uh, and um, so I was all about band practice. I wasn't really very keen to perform. Right. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, I'm digressing a bit. No, but um, that's that's true of life too, isn't it? We often get into the practice of things and don't actually apply, so that's quite relevant. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so so when I was when I was managing the punk band, I knew I always knew what their next steps were and where they should be playing, and um, hooking them up with um, collaborations. They. Um, but, you know, for like a local band that didn't have a music video and this was like before the second wave of punk, they were in between the first and second wave of punk, so they were not, it was not a popular genre at the time. Um, they did exceedingly well. Uh, we got them collaborations with a comic artist who who has gone on to like work for Gorillaz, that band, and um, draws Tank Girl and... Um, and that brought 800 people to a local gig, which is, you know, it's unusual. I mean, I can't take credit for all of that myself, but when we were on tour, I always made sure they got free drink. It was, um, it was that knowing who to approach and knowing how to approach them um, is, is what served me in, in all of these different things that I've done. Right. So even from a really young age, you were able to sort of tap into that skill without probably the awareness of what it was that you were doing. Yes. Mm. yes. So, yeah, after, after working in the arts, I got into um, education uh, to live in Asia. And so my only choices of work were uh, teaching English or being a hostess, basically. So I got into teaching English, um, 
and then then came back and went to university. Um, so I did things in a different order. Um, when I was teaching English, the I was the way that I'd express these skills is I could see who I could always tell who was struggling and who needed support. Who, who wasn't, um, the, the mood of the room, like how to li- when to lift the mood of the room, when to make a joke, you know, when to slow it down. Um, so that was quite helpful. And, and then when I went on to work, I was working for non-governmental organisations at the UN. Um, when I was writing, I had to write statements for the Human Rights, not for the Human Rights Council, but to be read at the Human Rights Council um again it was I would just tune into my intuition and just let them come through me uh, that was how I worked and and I always also knew which diplomat to target you it was just they became obvious to me right yeah yeah awesome yeah. so it's always been something of your in your niche to be able to do that. That's amazing. Yes. Very good. Yeah, awesome. Well, as you know, we, we, we were all born with it. We're all able to do it, but we get it sort of taken away from us in a way, don't we, in our schooling or in the way that we're brought up and that sort of thing. So it's lovely that you were able to maintain a connection to that, that skill. So and the other thing about your childhood we were talking about before we started uh, recording was, uh, you know, your your interest in uh, in you know the work of wisdom and tradition and and philosophies and and that sort of thing. Would you like to speak a little on that? Um, yeah, thanks. Um, I ever since I was a little girl, I've felt very drawn to wisdom traditions and anything mystical. Um, I fortunately I had a grandmother who was really into Gurdjieff and Uspensky and, and Steiner and read Neoplatonic philosophy and things like that. So from, from quite a young age, I was able to engage with these concepts to make sense of my world. Mm. Um, as a very sensitive child. Um, and, and yeah, th- this is kind of developed into a meditation practice. Uh, when I was 18, I joined my first Vipassana meditation course and and then started sort of practicing how to how to sort of integrate wisdom through lived experience. Mm. So yeah, yeah. So so that philosophy, spirituality, understanding the world uh, from from those perspectives is is an important thing for you. Yes, yes, it is, and it really. All of that's helped so much. When coming to uh, alchemy, I just like things so quickly for me, like things just really started making sense immediately. Although I have to admit at first it was extremely painful. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, was challenging. It, was, it was no cake. You know? it, it, it made a great deal of sense. Um, although yes, initially I did suffer quite intensely on discovering alchemy. <laughs> All my compensating patterns were revealed to me, and I was shocked. Yeah, wow. But that gives us, you know, when when you go through something like that, it, it allows you to walk beside your clients with a, you know, with open hand and say, "Hey, look, I know, I get it, and uh, let's just take that walk together." So it's amazing, isn't it? 
Yeah, it is. I'd I'd be interested to know if there's a dysfunction I don't have, to be frank. (laughs) (laughs) I think at some point we all feel that. (laughs) Fundamental beliefs, I'm pretty sure I got all of them. Is there a 13th just in case, you know? (laughs) Yeah, very easy to relate to. And I I think that's part of, of having, I think that's part of what lends me precision is like I understand these intricate mechanisms because I've experienced them I'm I'm looking at them from the inside mm, yeah and that's one of the beautiful things about having a coach that can help you to see it a little little better isn't it so yeah that's amazing fantastic so what would be the one thing uh, that you wish the world knew about Kirsty Mackay as a coach um Oh, God. (laughs) Um, I think, you know, that's difficult for me because I, one of my, like my major dysfunction is around like, you know, like safety. So I don't really want everyone to see me. (laughs) If I I could answer that question from the higher, I would say um, I just want my community to see me like you know I want people who feel drawn to me to work with me because there's nothing more satisfying than working with someone who is on your resonance you know and Mm. I I love 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 my clients they they you know they bring me so much joy so yeah, I, if there's one thing that people could know about me, it was, it would be whether or not it's true for them to coach with me. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's not, that's fine. But if it is, you know, we want you. Absolutely, yeah. It, it is. It, it, it's got to be true for 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 them to step into that. Yeah, and oh, there's so many challenges to stepping into coaching. You know, there there are. There's all these considerations and and things that our ego wants to sort of run away with us about, you know, is this going to work or is it going to be too expensive or how am I going to justify it? You know, I remember going on that journey myself and, uh, you know, that's, it's, it's quite wise for you to say, you know, tune in. What is it that you get? Is it, is it true for you to coach with me? And if so, look, my advice to anyone, any of the coaches, and now that you've brought it up, Kirsty, is just simply, if it's true for you, lean into it. Don't ask how or why. Just do it. Just lean into it. If you're getting that resonance, it's a great word. If that resonance is right, lean into it. You'll you'll amaze yourself at what comes out of it. So, Kirsty, uh, yeah, yeah, go on. Sorry, can I just speak to that quickly? Sure. I do not accept lack of funds as an excuse for not going for your heart yeah. because when I started coaching with William, I was working for a charitable trust and the term when they employed me, they said, what's the least amount of money you'd be prepared to accept to do this job? <laughs> that's, always, that's encouraging when you're going for a job, isn't it? <laughs> well, it was, a, it was a passion project. I'd mm. already been working on it for 18 months for free. Wow. So it was a passion project. Mm. And so I was earning next to nothing. I had no savings. And then when I did my first CYD, I was like, oh, it's true to coach with William. How terrifying. But I just got a loan, you know, I just not, I didn't even qualify for a bank loan. 
I just hit people up. <laughs> <Got them. laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. And there was, you know, because it was so true for me, there was someone out there who was receiving that it was true for me and was willing to put the money into lending it to me, even though they didn't have the money, you know? So mm. it was like that whole thing of when it's true it and you focused on it, it all comes together. And after after I started coaching with William, that project I was on wound up. And for a while, I was living on only $180 a week. And mm. so when people say to me, I can't afford coaching, I think, well, I coached with William Whitecloud for a year with no savings and living on $180 a week for most of that time. Mm -hmm. Like right towards the end of the coaching, I I was gifted a, a large sum of money. And so that's resolved for me now. But mm. if I'd not done the coaching, that large sum of money wouldn't have come. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's a year of hanging with the tension. It's got to resolve in favor of your heart. And that's a that's a great story because it's such an example of that. You know, when the magic's at play, all for the sake of, of putting your stake in the ground for your heart and going, no, this is true for me. And I'm holding out on that no matter what. No compromises, no backing out. And there you are. So so what an incredible example of the work. Thanks, Kirsty. That's amazing. Um, so how how do people best get in touch with you to, to come along and coach? Um, just via email or Facebook Messenger. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And of course, you are on the Genius to You platform as well. So of course, all those details are on there. So if you're listening yeah. to the podcast, it's more likely that you have actually visited the site. So go and check out Kirsty's profile and drop her an email and uh, start start bringing your heart to the world because that's really what we're about, isn't it? Helping Thank people you. to do that. So amazing. So uh, any any last minute ads you would like to give to the audience at all or you know we um yeah yeah um the one of the things I love about this work is that new things keep dropping all the time and um last week I realized that there actually are no rules like um like there are laws but <laughs> you know like human-made laws but there are no rules and the the reason that that's so it's like you can ignore the current reality and you can ignore truth at your peril, right? Mm -hmm. But there are actually no rules. So one thing that I've discovered in this work is that people have a tendency when we learn the principles, we the ego's also listening when we learn something, right? Mm -hmm. And so the ego will take a principle and then extrapolate it to its vision of how the world should be. Mm. So it's been very interesting. I was I was thinking of a of something that I did by intuition a few years ago when I was traveling and I had the thought, oh God, I don't know what William would have to say about that. And then I suddenly remembered like, oh, there are no rules. I took the principle, your focus creates your reality, and I have extrapolated it to mean 
something else, like that that action was not acceptable. Mm, Actually, when we're living from our genius, there are no rules. Everything we've learned, all of the rules we've made up are totally redundant. Mm, Yeah, that's right. Absolutely, because rules are only something from the past, aren't they? Only something from what we've learned or observed in others or the world or whatever. So, of course, you know, the genius has to be able to express itself fully and and if we're open to it coming in we can we can receive all sorts of amazing insights and wisdom and direction and that's that's the magical thing about it so yeah yeah Yeah. and also like let's unpick some of these assumptions we've made about what alchemy looks like Mm. like just you know if it's not in the Kabbalion throw it out you know (laughs) you know it's like because we try to orient we're like how do we apply this and Mm. and William never teaches us how to apply it you know Mm. how how to apply it is in the moment freshly with genius yeah and just let go of everything that you ever think you you've ever had to do or be or ways you need to show up that's yeah I just thought I'd share that because I'm I'm very excited about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. You just opened up a whole new universe right there in front of you with that. That's great. And for and for all the listeners as well. That's fantastic. What a great way to end. And uh maybe we'll have you back another day for a, a longer chat, maybe about the Kabbalion or something like that. Because that's quite the study. I'm rereading it again myself at the moment, just you know, getting diving deep into it as well. So yeah, it's a it's a fascinating book, isn't it? Yes, please. Please. Yes, please. Better <laughs> than talking about alchemy. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, we could do that for a long time. Well, thank you so much, Kirsty. I, I look forward to speaking to you again. I look forward to seeing you more on the platform, and um, and I wish you the best for what's what's to come out of our conversation today, and uh, and for the listeners that are called to get in touch with you. Yeah, thank you, Linda. Thank you for your your leadership and your love and the opportunities that you provide for people to step up into their genius. Much appreciated. Thank you so much. Thank you so much.